seven. Hello, six. everybody. First off, I think I got to apologize because I've been going back to our stuff and like editing and my audio quality is bad because it's totally my fault. <laughs> oh, why? What's what's wrong with your audio? I think just like remember before when I had like drugstore Beatles and like shit was really bad and like things were all over the place. I had things in like four different places. Yeah. And whenever I needed something, it wasn't at the place I needed it. Right. And I think I didn't use my friend's Yeti correctly. Wasn't anyway, correctly? it's my fault. So like the sound quality, like Jason's sound quality is like amazing and the mic sound quality is just shit. But why is that? So it I sounds just, I'm great just to... coming through the, the mic though, like every time. Really? Yeah. Every single time? Yeah, every single time. I, I don't know. I don't know. Because I really did my best with like post. So I just want to tell our listeners like... If you listen to an episode and you realize Esther's sound quality is really shit, just skip to the next episode. Don't give up on us. Just skip to the next thing. And it's totally my fault. Jason has great things to say. Like, yeah. Well, just... Why don't we just not put those out, honestly? We can, we can not put those out. That's possible. But then, some stuff in there is like really interesting and really good, you know? Like some, some I mean, yeah, uh, my quality shit. But there's some really interesting stuff we discuss about. Yeah, but if the sound quality is shit, I don't think people will be more inclined to listen to it. I know, but I guess if you really love Jason that much, if you're like obsessed with him. No. Like uh, when I first, not when I first discovered, I mean, I've known Ronnie for a long time. I mean, I'm the first time I saw Ronnie was when he did like the, remember the, the, the otters, whatever. This guy went to Chinatown, otters discover the world or something is a show on Fox. Like he was like going around Chinatown and then like doing the bowing and then like ah, and like all those like really shitty stuff. This white dude. Anyway, so then Ronnie quickly did. I don't, I don't know about I think it. A YouTube video. Okay, yeah, I remember it happening. Like you mean maybe it, was it on the ago. Daily Show? Potentially. Oh, okay. He might have produced this himself. It might have been on the Daily Show. I cannot. Yeah. Fully remember. Mm -hmm. But that was anyway. So then, so then I, when I stalked Ronnie real hard, I found his podcast. And yeah. I think when he was still back in Australia and like no one listened to the podcast and his guest was like his sister. <laughs> no way. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm sure his social media people and like his, his internet people cleaned that shit up. But I listened to that podcast. I was like, oh, this is hilarious because Ronnie was kind of a big deal already. But you kind of have to go to like the second page of Google to like find that podcast that no one like listened to apparently. And then remember when he did like international student all the yeah. way back then? Yeah. I don't think people, I mean, I don't know, but it didn't seem like Americans watched it or talked about it. I right. watched it. Did you watch it? No, I only watched a couple of like clips of episodes of it. Got it. Got it. I mean, it was out. Is it comedy central? I can't remember. I think it was like anyway. ABC or something. Oh, nice. Oh, like uh, Australian ABC. I think. Okay. Yeah, but. It, and then it went on Comedy anyway. Central, I think. Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it was produced in I think you're um, right. yeah. Australia first. I'm sorry. So you were asking me, where was I this morning? You know, I was in Chinatown, and um, yeah, it's just really hard. Sometimes the trains. Yeah. Yeah, it, it can just really diff get difficult. And then okay. <laughs> I, uh, I got to my um haircut lady so my bangs lady uh -huh. she cuts my bangs for free so that's why i go to her and well, then i introduce the shit to wait people she only free. cuts your bangs for free like the rest of the hair she charges you but just the bangs oh yeah 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 exactly because the bangs are really quick it takes like three minutes 
But when it grows <laughs> long. Wait, do people charge like, you for bangs? Oh my god, totally, totally. Wait, they totally. charge extra in Taiwan? to cut your bangs? No, no, no. So like your bangs grow really fast, right? Because like every three weeks, it's going to start covering your eyes. Oh. Kind of like men, like every three weeks, you got to get a haircut because it gets yeah. really long. Yeah. So once it starts covering your eyes, I'll be like, oh, you know, what? I'll just cut it myself. And Patty, she's like, no, do not cut it yourself. You come to me, I'll do it for you for but free. They, but, they, <laughs> but they charge you to cut your bangs for you? Anywhere else they would, yeah. Unless you strike not, a deal. This was unless a, you strike a deal with your haircut lady, then it's a very different question. Wow. But did, I never even knew about this. I'm gonna have to talk about this with my friends today because um just kidding, I Why? don't have any friends, but I, I, I did not know that this is like this is like Yeah, but it's different from men's haircut though, because men you gotta cut the whole hair. You can't just cut the bangs. <laughs> Right, but it's a specific part of the hair. It's like you charge you charge me for a haircut. You don't go, yeah, I just most of the haircut is, you know, but then if you want bangs that's extra. That's that's like that's like that There's insurance no policy in, in like a rental car service. That's like, yeah, we'll rent you the car, but the fucking insurance is seventy five dollars per day. It's like what do you mean? It, it should come with the thing. No, so like the bangs is like every time I go to her to only cut the bangs is free. But if I go to her to cut for the whole hair, she charges me like 20. Yeah, but I'm saying that like you said other people mm -hmm. charges women for just to cut the bangs. For just the just to cut the bangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but oh, but you Oh, you go there just for the bangs. Oh, you don't like the rest of the hair they don't touch is just the bangs. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, that makes because sense. Because the rest of the hair you can like grow from like your shoulder to like your tits. Okay, that makes fine. sense. How long yeah, is yeah, yeah. I mean I, how long <laughs> my hair grows really fast i know I, I mean like how long does it take to fucking do you know I what I mean? you three minutes three minutes and how much do they ch charge usually like at other places like the salons um i know in taiwan they charge between 100 nt to 300 nt which okay. is between like three dollars to between three to like ten depending on okay. where you go i think bang a bang um, job isn't shouldn't pass like three or four dollars like ten dollars yeah but i don't i think in new york i think in new york it's definitely it's definitely not i think for other people if they don't strike a deal with their with the hair person it, it's not that cheap <laughs> damn yeah but i've been going to her for a long time though i've been going to her for five six years now that's really nice yeah yeah that's but I, I also introduce a lot of people to her so do you always yeah, talk to so, your uh do you always talk to your person i mean i don't initiate but they always want to talk to you <laughs> so she'll always be like hey esther oh you're going to work today i mean she i mean this here's a really weird thing like sometimes when i think about breaking up with my boyfriend i was like oh but i don't want to disappoint patty <laughs> <laughs> i don't want patty to be you're upset so <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, what's Patty going to think? I have to tell her. She's going to be like so shocked. She's going to be like, oh, my God. But next time my boyfriend goes, he has to make sure he doesn't ask about Esther. And then like, <laughs> I don't know. I well, just didn't want to like. Is that, is that a big topic yeah. that you guys talk about when you, when I mean, you get your? I mean, yeah. Like today I went. She's like, hey, how's Richard? How's Richard's dad? You know, because his dad is like not good. Um, 
yeah he'll be like hey like how's oh yeah Richard's on spring break are you guys going anywhere oh yeah you can't travel because of the family thing so yeah that happens a lot it's very like part of the family even though like I never signed up for it like I'm not somebody who would share unless you initiated yeah yeah but I mean, six I years would. is a pretty long relationship though like you six years yeah, that's you, true. because every time how but you go in like for at least 20 minutes so every time is a 20 minute thing no like, you i go in for three minutes <laughs> richard goes in for much longer so i think he tells her a lot more stuff oh so you guys you guys get the you guys get the same person haircut yeah yeah we're the same person that's how we get a discount it's a whole package you know <laughs> It's like, a, much, it's like how, a family phone plan tied to the same person. That's really nice. I didn't even know that you, yeah. you do a thing. And like actually, that. at the end of the year, my boyfriend always tips her well, almost like a package to the whole family. Does that make sense? It's like weird. It's kind of like your doorman. It's like, thank you for taking care of us this this year. Like and he gives year? it like a really big home bow. <laughs> that's really nice. How, how much uh, is the bonus? Like, I want, so I, I never asked, but I would guess maybe 50, 100. What, uh, how much is your boyfriend's haircut per time? Oh, I don't know. I think it's pretty cheap, though. Okay. Because he was looking for a cheap haircut. Oh, okay. Yeah. And initially, there was this other guy in Chinatown. But, like, he would, like, say weird things to him, and he would feel uncomfortable. And, like, I, they got into an argument. Like, not a big argument, but something. And eventually, he was like, fuck this. <laughs> uh, uh I think, uh, let, let me think. Or, or I think, think they were trying to like push services on him. Like, oh, you should diet or you should permit or you should something. And he was just like, just give me a fucking haircut. I want to get out of here. And he got tired of it. Or like they would say something like slightly inappropriate, like a little bit, like not your business, but like not really. Like what? Like what? Um, Do you have a girlfriend? Uh, yeah. Oh, you're a teacher. And then like. You know, like a guy, like a mid-aged guy was asking this? I think he was like a sassy Asian man in his middle age. I mean, again, this is six years ago. I don't really remember. I just remember exactly which salon. It's the one right next to Hong Kong Supermarket. And he just didn't like it. Oh, okay. And I went there as well. But like what makes me uncomfortable is like when people find out I'm Taiwanese, they try to like, they make, they have assumptions about Taiwanese people. And I just don't want to address it. What are some like, of the, oh, the I'm like, I don't want to, like, I'm not here to explain my culture, yeah. <laughs> my society, my people. I don't represent all of them. I can only speak for myself. And it's just really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You know, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> what was the, when was the earthquake, though? When or where? Yeah, when? When was the last it was, one? Yeah, it was quite recent. It was a really big one, I believe, in the southeast. My mom told me over the phone, but when she talks, sometimes I just tune out. But it was a pretty <laughs> big one. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she told me all the details, but I just go beep. <laughs> I think she told me it was somewhere in the southeast coast, and it was a pretty big shake. I think it was a Liu Ji Dijun, so it was a pretty big. It wasn't like one of those baby ones where people just like, just 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 shake and go by their day, but kind of thing. The Taipei Taipei did it get affected in Taipei? Yeah, like people felt the shake. 
but it wasn't I feel it yeah but how how many what's the level on that uh i don't remember i think taipei was six or maybe that place was six and then taipei was a four yo four is still pretty scary man four is pretty crazy. i remember experiencing that, a four that, when i was 12 yo that's pretty a crazy. pretty like four is pretty big like i remember when uh nine two one happened and i was in I, was, I think i was like in sixth grade or something um fifth grade and then the next day we didn't go to school but the day after that we were supposed to gather at so we're in the middle of the school like uh i should explain so public schools in taiwan they usually it's like a it's like a rectangle and the middle of a rectangle is a really big how do you say like a track it's like a track yeah it's like a track and that's it's an outdoor track in the middle of the of the square so i'm sorry the rectangle so the rectangles are all buildings and the middle is like a really big track with like a field and sometimes a field is like a plastic it's it's plastic green there's no grass because we don't have grass in taiwan grass is for white people and that's where you hold your assembly you go there to raise a flag you go there to do assemblies regardless if it's rain if it's sun if it's typhoon if it's flooding we all go to the track and uh so so uh, it was too dangerous to go in the buildings because I think at that time the government hasn't checked, like, are these buildings safe? Are they going to crumble at any moment? Nobody knows. So each class was supposed to gather at their designated track position. We all have a position of where to stand and how to stand, you know, usually it's like by number. So, and every student gets a number. So it's, it's very, <laughs> it's very Holocaust. Everyone <laughs> has a number tattoo to their face. So like number one and number 10 stands in the first row, number 11 to 20 stands in the second row. And I'm pretty short. So I'm usually, it's by height. So I'm usually like in the front numbers for women, for girls. And I remember we were gathering in the middle of the teacher gathering the students. We had a number four shake. And I remember standing there and I fell because it was shaking so hard and you have nothing to grab onto. You would literally fall to your feet with a number four. Wait, on the first floor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were, so it was a yuzhen, you know, it was a, I don't know. So when you have a big earthquake, sometimes they have like small lapses that chases after. No, you usually just, happens. You just like, have bad balance, dude, because one, <laughs> dude, four on Is that the, vertigo? Yeah. You, that vertigo? <gasps> yeah. It's like something. not shaking and I'm, I'm having my own earthquake. <laughs> yeah, because if it was like level four and you're on the first floor and you're, you're like falling over, you have terrible yeah, because balance. Because you don't expect it. You don't, you don't expect it. Like if you're like, like, okay, if you're on the bus and you know you're going to hit a break, like you know how to, you're, you're, you're prepared to balance. But if you're just like in the middle of nothing and someone pulls the rug from under you right? That's with a true. level four, you'd be like, oh, and then you just lose uh, your balance ooh. a little bit. But, but like, would it, it always comes on like slowly. <laughs> At least it, it has like a four minute like ramp up time. It's not just nah, like, dude. hey, nah, just nah, nah. kidding. It's like nobody. Uh, 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 uh. Really? No, they're in a ramp up. Oh. Because you also need time to react. So you're just like talking and you're just like, whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> but they, so a lot of people fell over then. Um, no, I think half and half. I think like maybe like a third of the people sort of fell. And some people were sitting on the ground already. And oh, okay. it was a really, it wasn't an assembly. It was just like gotcha. counting heads, I think. I don't, I don't, I honestly, I don't know what the fuck we were thinking, like why it was a good idea. Like was a school trying to keep tally of like what students got buried? And it's like, depending on the attendance, that's how they could tell like who's underground. I have no idea. 
The, yeah. But, but I don't, um, sometimes I don't even know if like getting being on the field is the safest because what if the building like topples over? Correct. But I think the field is the safest place because even if the building topples over, there's still time to react. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Because it's safer than being in the building because you're you're absolutely fucked if you're in the building. You don't yeah. even have a shot at That's escape. But um, and also Taipei, it's like where else are you gonna find a place that doesn't have buildings? Like the the largest area of surface area spread open would be the school track field. I think the safest so, place. I don't think so. I think they they should redesign it. I think the safest place is on I think the, it's rooftop. the ocean, huh? Rooftop, really? <laughs> Yeah, because the thing is, if the building topples over, and as the building falls, if you're on the rooftop, you could jump off. Do you know what I'm saying? Like as if no, <laughs> as if so dumb. What? It's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what? Superman's gonna scoop you up? <laughs> no, as the building falls, you could jump off. You're like, mom, I love you, and you just like, you just like take off. <laughs> yeah, you just praise Allah, and you just jump off. You get that chance to praise Allah. Because <laughs> it will fall if it topples over to the to the ground floor. Do you know what I mean? You just slide off like like surfing. Exactly. <laughs> they should just install like... slides. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's the latest earthquake, but, oh my God, I kind of want to take a shit, but I know our time's limited, so I'm going to hold it in. Um, (laughs) 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 Uh, what's it called? What, um, you're going on tour, dude. Don't you want to advertise it a bit? going on tour yeah so you seem excited <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm pretty excited um i'm going on i'm going on tour <laughs> when you go on tour is it just by yourself or how does it work yeah i try to bring other comedians because sometimes when i go on the road uh, comics will ask like Hey, you know, if you don't have um, an opener and I just feel like people who don't ask, they know because they they also want a headline or they've like been on the road. It's like people at my level don't are they we don't get the power to bring people like rarely we do like because I always ask every time. Like, hey, you know, can we, because we're in like Arizona or Vegas. I'm like, hey, can can I drive out there with so-and-so? And um, sometimes they'll say yes, but it's like most of the times they don't because they want to use like local comedians. Their local act. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. What what were you doing um, before in Chinatown? You were getting a haircut that was today? Oh my god, the shit's gonna come out. I think I have to go shit. Go shit. Just cut it. Okay, it's give cool. me give me three. I'm gonna pause it. Give me like four minutes. Yeah, no, like take your time. Shard take your out time. real fast. No, you no, can't no, 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 shit no. This fast. This is a fast shard. Yes, I can. I've been. I'm on Chinese medicine. I can shit real fast. Okay, we'll shit fast. But usually okay. you can't shit fast. Here. I just want to let you know. That. No, but I'm on Chinese medicine now, so it just like comes out like a water slide. Go shit. Okay. Go shit. Brb. <laughs> yeah, that was really quick. I want to let you know that uh, 
normal normal shits um you can't take that quickly because you have to relax i know trust me i've been constipated all my life this is great oh great i am addicted to this chinese medicine you know what i'm gonna I'm tell you a secret and fuck your chinese medicine all right well my chinese medicine fucks you back what no f- fuck your chinese medicine 100 percent so so there's this what do you do coke yes coke and um sewage you water it up with a bubble tea straw sewage water bubble tea straw yeah Ooh, just the right size yeah um there's this fruit called the dragon fruit no Equi- it don't work it don't work for me ecuadorian dragon fruit the red kind or the white kind no the white kind Okay, the red kind works better for me, but then like no. when you shit, you're like, oh my god, I have cancer because no. it's like a bowl of red. No, the red the red kind doesn't doesn't it never worked for me, but and my whole family actually, it's it has to be Ecuadorian <laughs> dragon fruit. Every time someone's eating a white dragon fruit, they're like, mm-hmm, I know you. <laughs> no, but it's not the regular white dragon fruit though. It's like it's a smaller kind. It's from like South America. Huh? Okay. And you eat one of them, you will clean out everything inside your body. How can we do they only sell it on the West Coast? I, I don't know. I you look look it up. It's like in your markets and shit. Like a Ralph's. I've or never something. seen hmm. Ecuadorian ones. They've never been advertised as Ecuadorians, so I have no idea. Would you say uh like Mexican dragon fruit? Or Latin? I didn't even know South America produces dragon fruit. Cause the name just sounds so chinky, you know? Yeah, but I don't think they call it dragon fruit. They call it something else. Ecuadorian fruit. <laughs> yeah, the, I think they just call it f- yellow Latin fruit. Latin fruit. <laughs> Wait, so you're headlining at all these shows that you go to, right? Yeah, most of it. Some of them are showcase clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, the cellar is a showcase club, and the mm-hmm. which are oh oh the Laugh Factory is a showcase club. Do you like all these? Like, I guess it's like forty five minutes that you're headlining, or an hour. Mostly, um, yeah, forty five to an hour. Yeah, these material are they like? Did, are they all new? And like, how long does it take you to write this whole hour? Because um, it took me three years to just write five minutes. So, <laughs> yeah, but you you also you also don't go up as much. And I I think people um, you have to do an hour to have an hour. So my hour is pretty. Uh, it's real. probably really chunk like clunky right now. What do you mean by clunky? Like I, you have to keep doing that hour because sometimes the the way you the way you perform an hour is different than if you perform a five minute set and the jokes are um the the pacing of your jokes and the the jokes the type of jokes you write it's different because you don't if you settle in if you do like 15, 20 minutes already and the audience know you 
you the jokes that you write could be a little more to your to your style of right. comedy and to who you are so because mm -hmm. that is set up already like if you tell a story it would work right. but if you just do that story right, right. in the very beginning it wouldn't work so um that's true i was listening to um i was re-listening to jason leong uh-huh and in the and smack in the middle of his special on netflix he goes into this whole thing about i think is it doctoring oh yes he was like spending a whole minute explaining like essentially this this doctor in malaysia leaves notes for the for the night resident or intern or whatever and it says like bp something 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 essentially the initials were saying like check his vitals every hour something like that but the night doctor misreads it as check check his rectum oh, every, no. or give him a rectum exam every yeah. hour but him explaining this took like a minute to two minutes and i was like damn <laughs> i would have been panicking i would have been like holy shit <laughs> oh. oh my god yeah but he can do an hour so like he's allowed to do two minutes to set up and then punch, 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 punch right after on the third minute. Well, I think different comics have different philosophies. Like, um, there's comics who, who set up, like George Carlin, his, his, if you watch his special compared to like, I don't know, um, Chris Rock, like it, it's incomparable because, but, or, or Kevin Hart or Dave Chappelle, it's like- Oh my like, God, Jason, you just used a big word. So your dick is small after all. <laughs> My dick was always small. I mean, I don't know. I'm just judging it by your brain size. But My, I, um, going. <laughs> I have a pretty average size penis. All right. Well, I guess then your brain is also average size. I think one side of my brain is a lot bigger than my other side. So one side of my brain is like two centimeters. That's not the math size. What? That's not the math size. The math size got to be smaller, right? I don't I don't know which side, but one of the sides are very small. How do you know? What? <laughs> how do you know? Because of how I feel, Esther. I feel like I'm malfunctioning. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe your skull is just like... Senior on one side. Okay. No, because when Please I shake my head like that, I could feel different... one side more empty. <laughs> <laughs> the dice is just like bouncing around. <laughs> yeah. Shibala. Okay. You're talking about incomparable. That's it though. Is uh Yeah, it's just some people have like they, they they just they really focus on like I I was talking to another comic about this too. It's like it, everybody's philosophy and theory is very different in comedy, but my theory is that you could do, so there's three types of ways that you could, I mean, there's many types of ways, but you could do like three types of ways that you could uh, stand up. Like for one, it's like you could do, you could say whatever you want on stage and not care about how many laughs you get as long as you're getting laughs throughout the, throughout the, the, mm -hmm. the time that you're on stage, like Hannah Gatsby, like Hannibal Burris is a terrible, terrible uh, an example, but just a style, um, Kyle Kinane, like they're hilarious in their, but the, but the thing is it has to be their demographic. But if you play to a large audience, 
larger audience like Kevin Hart or Joe Coy or uh, some somebody who who is more who has the material that could hit more people, you can't compare it like that because Hannah Gatsby and all those like that type of style, like one woman show or one man shows, they're so specific. Um, and it's the, the last per minute is less, but they still have a huge fan base because people uh, want to hear and identify with what they're saying. That's so some people's like, how can I be a better comedian? But it's like, what co- type of com- comic do you want to be? Do you want do you want to say stuff that's in your heart and you don't really care about how, as long as they're laughing, you don't care about how hard or how frequent they're laughing? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to be a comic that you want to say whatever, like whatever, whatever you say, you just want to make people laugh and make them ha- laugh hard and laugh as often as possible? What about uh, you though? Oh, and, and there's people who's who's in the middle and who found it, who are amazing. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like there's like two extremes and and the middle. But obviously, who's like someone who's in the middle? Huh? Who's who's one who's like in the middle? I feel like a lot of people are like, um, yeah, like Dave, Dave Chappelle or uh, uh. uh but that's that's like perspective too. That that's something that people could debate on. Like who's right. in the middle, who's who's leaning more to our other side. But I'm just curious who you think is in the middle. I that's yeah, I hard too. Like that honest, huh? I think Chappelle's a good example. I was thinking about him when you were talking about it. Yeah, it's not yeah. I, I think yeah. I, I agree with you if you yeah. I think because he his pacing is pretty I mean, yeah, his pacing yeah. He says a lot about what he wants to say and then he punches it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know why I started talking about that, but I just thought of it. You know, because I was talking about like for, doing 45 minutes and like uh Yeah, so oh you're talking about minutes. Jason. You're ta- you're talking about Jason. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like him doing like three minutes of setup or Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like you could do that too. You could do five minutes of setup if you want on your special. As long as people yeah. are laughing before and after that. <laughs> Would you even have a special? <laughs> if you do five minutes of setup, <laughs> you gotta be really hot. <laughs> you gotta be hotter than you gotta be hotter than Chappelle. You gotta be real hot. <laughs> I'm I'm curious this hour that you're bringing around town. When like how long did it take you to develop it? I'm still developing it. I know, but like when did you like the majority of the jokes? What so if I do the road or even if I do like a 10, 12 minute set in town, I always have, I always do new things unless it's a showcase. I will always at least have one new thing or one newer thing that I'm working on in the middle or even in the beginning sometimes, or even at the end. Okay. So you, but you still pad it with old stuff. Always. Padded with jokes. Just like. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I know the concept of like always working on new stuff so you can get better at it. Yeah. What, but you always also mix it in with stuff you've done before. Yeah. In the beginning yeah. and in the, sometimes not in the beginning, but in the end, I always mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. St- stuff that I know that it works. Mm-hmm. So, 
when you're saying showcase sets, are these mostly the one, like, what is the parameters of that? Like, got to be in a comedy club. Like, what is, what is that? No, auditions, like something that is like, um, they're like, oh, it's a. But you go to JFL and you work on new shit too. (laughs) Yeah, that's very true. But now, (laughs) that's when I, um, no, you remember that, that I didn't think you would remember that, but. I, Dude, I, did that. I don't, I don't got a big dick. All right. I don't got a big dick either. I, I just got a, um, yeah, but self-sabotage, but I have, dick. I have a huge brain. So I don't know if you have that. I don't know if you both sides of your brain is huge. Maybe your, your back is empty too. <laughs> the fuck? It doesn't even make any brain. sense. <laughs> no, like at the back of your brain is, is that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make like you sense. have no, less like brain in the back than the front. Is what I'm trying to say. I think most people do. Okay. <laughs> Maybe your whole Two back is empty. medical professionals talking about parts of the brain. We don't even know how many parts of the brain there are. We're debating about it. That's how dumb this is. There's four parts of the brain. There's the... Oh, really? <laughs> there's the four parts of the I'm brain. I'm so surprised that for once, Jason knows more shit than I do. Yeah, so there's the, there's the front left-hand corner of the brain, etc., etc. <laughs> Stupid. Right. Okay. So, wait, wait, wait. So, um, wait. How long? How long ago did this hour come about? Because, like, you keep on asking me what. Like, I don't. So, if you're like, hey, put in, like, so the hour. So when I'm on the road, like, I, I'm kind of pretty. I'm pretty fluid. Like in the middle, or I'll do new things, or like I'll talk to the crowd a bit, or I'll switch things around. But if I'm That's just fair. working the hour to put it out to the world. Um, I would put old stuff and new stuff together because, like, um, nobody knows me, so it's like I could do any right, right, right. material from that's true. Yeah, before I mean, too. are these cities cities that you've never toured before? Most of them. Okay. Actually, you don't, you don't ever get paranoid that the same people who are your fans come out and then I don't have like, fans. Oh, I heard that there. joke. I don't have fans. Dude, yes, you do. Esther, stop doing that. I'm telling you, I don't. I have some fans, and they're like, oh, oh, you just contradicted yourself. Yeah, but you have like some one. fans. They're it's like, not none. Yeah, it's like one. <laughs> it's like one. Okay, tell me that person's name. <laughs> oh, one in like every other city. So I have 25 fans across America, and they come out. I don't know if that's true. I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I recently met a new Asian comedian and this comedian, I don't know how I came about it. I think this comedian was asking me like who else is Taiwanese who does stand up in the West coast or on the East coast. And then I, I think, I think at one point I was like, Oh yeah, 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 Jason does it too. And, um, he was like, so in awe of you. He was like, Oh my God, he's so great. He's so great. He's from New York? Uh, yes. Correct. This, this is not um this is not recent though. This was like last week. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Is that recent? This <laughs> last week. Is that recent to you? What's recent? This this conversation? The, no, the, yeah, that conversation was it was is, Yeah, it happened like 5 days ago. Is one week a recent like so when you say recent, right? My recent is yeah. 
for example, five minutes ago. That's recent. Anything past that oh, okay. is old news. Oh, really? I consider one week as recent. <laughs> Let me ask you something right now, Esther Chen. Wait, 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 don't get away from this topic. I'm just saying, like, I, I know so many fans of yours because people wouldn't stop shut up about you around me. And it's kind of annoying. No, that's one person. And it's there. Do you know what I mean? That's Not one only per- one. I've heard another. There was another male um, comic. Yeah, but this was like. This was like how lo- this was like when do you know what I'm saying? I mean, th- this is like comedians, you know. I I really re- appreciate when comedians are. Um... Wait, you think comedians don't count as real fans? No, I do, I do, and I really respect and I appreciate that. That and I, it's like. But the thing is, like, um, um. I, I just guess I, I, I would like to have more fans. <laughs> um, who doesn't? <laughs> Everybody you know would too. I'm sure Mark Norman wants to have more fans too. <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> Let's talk about the last thing is uh, what, when you came here to the podcast today, what was the mm. thing that, what what's something that's recently that's been in your head that you really wanted to talk about with somebody? I'm sure it wasn't I, haircut. I mean, I know this morning, huh? It wasn't haircuts. I didn't no. want to talk about your fucking haircut, <laughs> but you wanted to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, but you asked about it. No, that's what you fucking started. It. You started Chinatown haircut, so I'm 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 just yes ending. But I wanted you to- asked me. Okay, I know one thing I was really frustrated about. Um, and I, and I don't think I can, I mean, I didn't sign an NDA, but I think out of respect, I can't say too much. Essentially, I booked a, I booked a job through my agent and I think my agency sent it to me like, and my agent wrote in the topic, she was like, Hey, not the best contract, but figured I send things to you since things are pretty quiet. So I honestly didn't really prepare for the audition. I probably prepared for it like three minutes before it started. It yeah. was it was a it was a internet one, at least for the first initial one. And then I was like, all right, you know what? This wasn't the best job ever, but you know what? It's always good practice to do stuff virtually and 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 you know, go through the understand how it works. And then I it's this weird thing that every time Every time I don't do something to 100%, I feel really guilty about it. I think it's it's a cultural thing. It's a thing of like, I definitely hear my parents growing up. They're like, oh, Esther always does things halfway. She starts something and she never finishes her projects kind of thing. I think it has to do with that, why I felt so frustrated about it, like not giving my 1,000% every time I do something. And anyway... I got a callback for it and I was like, all right, it's a callback. So, you know what? Do your best, like prepare for it. And I did, I did, I did my best. The callback went really great. Um, I was in the room. The casting director was an old friend I've known for many, many years. And it was really good to see him after the pandemic in person. And then I booked a job. Oh, hell yeah, I did. booked a job. It's a really, it's a really, it's a really bad contract. That's why I can't really say too much. So, uh, so, I mean, to begin with, I mean, I don't, I don't even think it's about the money. Like, yeah, yes, yes, it does not pay well. But the way things evolved is giving me like a weird hunch. Like the wardrobe person reached out to me and the wardrobe person was so stressed out that it was like bothering me a little bit. 
Like they're like, we need this from you now. And, uh, and I understand I didn't, I didn't get to respond to what, what that person wanted until 24 hours later. But it's like, we all have so much stuff to do. Like as comedians, like I can't just be home looking for things. And truthfully, I was moving with a suitcase around town I didn't always have access to here. And I like there was construction going on on my ceiling. My whole, I mean, not my whole, but like a good chunk of my ceiling got cut off and then replaced and then plastered back in. And the studio is like, what, 300 square feet? And I mean, so many things going on at the same time, but they're like, we need it like right now, right now. And it's like really weird. Like I just heard so much stress and that person's really aggravated and and me not responding to that person's request got them agitated. Um, and then I sort of heard that a little bit this morning when the production called me about my shoe size. And, and then another thing that is like giving me another hunch of like, ooh, the shoe, I don't know, is when production reached out to me to tell me I had to go get my own COVID test and then suggested me to go find some free places, which is insane. I mean... I understand we're trying to save money, but it's just so crazy how much like the things they want to save on is is, is getting to become a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. Is it you know union? I mean? It is union. That's the thing. It's a union job. I'm union. I cannot do non-union. It's through my agency. My agent's getting a cut, but like a, a really tiny cut. Um that's crazy. I think the I think the last straw for me, I, I was like wardrobe. I was like, you know, what? I get it. Like they want to save on wardrobe and your clothes fit well on you already because you've been wearing it. So it should be the right size. Um, it's not going to be uncomfortable because you wear it. Yeah. But this COVID thing, I was just like, wow. And it wasn't even just like, go get a free PCR test. It's like, we need another rapid test after your PCR test. And I had to go provide my rapid test as well, whether that is go by I mean they didn't even tell me how to get a rapid test it was just like I need a rapid test this was on this day on this hour does that that's like, a lot really, of demands I'm, huh yeah but also like every other production I've been on if you need me to do a PCR test you tell me to show up to your production company to the PCR company you're working with you know like the last job I shot is the daily show. They were working with a PCR company. So you just, you didn't go to production. You went to that place and which was a clinic in Brooklyn. And you were like, Hey, I'm going to be on set for this job. I need to do a PCR to get to clear. But this was just like, go get any PCR. And by the way, you're in charge of it yourself. It's just, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. It's really interesting. And and I think that was a bit of a last straw for me. I was like, God. And did you, but again, did you like, take the job? I mean, by the time I got to all these details, the contract was already down and I didn't want to like, you know, if I didn't, if I, if this job really was that frustrating to me, I think I should have like, maybe at the callback been like, I don't want this job, but the callback was fine because it was run by my friend who's a casting director and he made the room really fun and very safe. And like, I didn't know that all these were going to follow, you know, all these things like happen all at once. Yeah. There's no, like, by that point, it's like, 
it's a it's this weird thing of like it's too late to say no and but like how how i wouldn't want to have said no until these things happened it's a this tricky thing of like yeah you weren't really given that opportunity to to suss out the situation do you do you know what i mean for the future because it's like the contract probably came in before all these things that that are making me feel a little bit weird about you know what i mean yeah and and i think it only bothers me because this gig is supposed to be funny and when i did the daily show it that spot's supposed to be like really funny like you're it's supposed to be hilarious but the the way the cast and crew made me feel was like i can play i can be fun i can have a fun time i can i mean obviously i'm going to take notes i'm going to not go insane and i not listen like the director is going to give me what she needs and what she wants but i did feel supported to be like yeah esther like you can relax you can be you you can be the best version of you and we're giving you room and space to do that and this production i'm already feeling a little tense because i, I know the wardrobe person's not trying to be a certain way but I, I i'll feel a little nervous knowing that this person is watching me and staring at me and it makes my job being funny a little bit hard right same with the other people that I've encountered so far. And I'm not saying they're bad people. It's just like maybe they're in a bad mood. But maybe they're in a bad mood because not they're not being treated well either. Yeah. <laughs> Your alarm has gone off four times. What do you got I know, to do, Pooh? I know. No, because I'm going to San Diego today. And Friday is also it's always so bad. The oh, traffic. it's bad traffic time. Yeah, yeah. No, we can, we can end now. You it know, takes like we don't four go to hours end. to go to San Diego. My show's at 7. Fuck. I, I got to be there by seven. So um, I still have to yeah. pack because it's a two day. So let, let's just finish the story and call it a day. But I'm just like nervous because like I can't say more about the details because I don't want to reveal it. But I'm just okay. there's a lot of things that are not very favorable. I mean, the director was great. When I met the director during the callback, he was wonderful. Um, yeah, just to. Yeah. And my boyfriend was like, can you turn it down? I was like, no, because technically when you book the job, you kind of say yes. Like when you say, when they're like, hey, Esther, you booked the job. Can I confirm you? Essentially, you've confirmed by that point. And then you get the contract and then you get the wardrobe person reaching out to you. And then you get the PCR test and all the other things I told you. But that all happened after the fact. Like you don't, essentially, you don't discover who, like what really you're dealing with until you say yes does that yeah. make sense but so next time you can't prevent it though like there's you, no not way really right? no you can't because ask when they director. book you when they book you you got to say yes or no right you don't know the details of like but the, oh i gotta find myself a rapid test and i gotta it's not a big deal it's just like these these details added on is making me a little worried about what the day on set is going to look like because i'm already seeing signs of like People are being stressed out. People are not happy. Well, what if what if the doing... communication doesn't seem as smooth the way it is with other sets? And sometimes that's a trickle down thing, you know, like their boss is mean to them and that person's boss is mean to them. And so everyone is not in a good mood because of right. whatever environment, like the vibe, the vibe of what's going on there right. isn't great. And um, I'm a little nervous about it, tr- truly. I'm happy I booked a job because it's been quite quiet. Like I, I booked the, the daily show thing was what end of 2021. So like November. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I booked something. I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's a one day shoot. It's not the end of life. Yeah, I just I yeah. Sometimes you feel like, oh, you know, I've outgrown these projects. And then like when things are low, you got to go back to them and it really hurts your ego. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like, Jason, you're like on the road, you're headlining. And then suddenly all these opportunities are gone and you got to go back to only doing open mics. What do you mean? I do do open mics. To you. I do do open mics. Huh? I do. do open I know, but I'm saying like <laughs> if all your headlining opportunities literally was like, it's gone, you're, you're not allowed to do it. And the yeah. only thing available was like a really bad show that pays you negative money. Yeah. I think about that all the time. I think all the comics do. Truly. Like Every one day we could be doing something great. And then the other day, like back to square two. <laughs> yeah. Not square one, but it's square two. You know, it's like, it's like, okay, I'm not shooting like nudity for like, a, a, a non-paid student film like no that's not the situation yeah <laughs> but it's like a couple steps after that so it's like god you know after all these years of hard work and credits and getting so much better and making more connections it just doesn't guarantee that your next project is going to match what you last did it's okay it's, it's gonna I come know. it's gonna come esther <sighs> It's going to come. I know. <laughs> you know why? Because people quit. Why? <laughs> people... So, right when you need to leave for San Diego, I'm having a breakdown. <laughs> that's why I wanted that. That's the thing. Like, I, I feel like, uh, like, um, I know, I know, I know we shouldn't have started today, but then like, if you give me till next week, I probably might've killed myself already. So, <laughs> <laughs> No, that's why, like, when we talk, we always talk for over an hour. Like, I could talk to you forever is the thing, but... I know. I'm sorry, Jason. No, it's not your fault. And I I, I fucked up on the time, like, a couple days ago, too, and that was my fault. But, but um, but, yeah, I I like to have, like, you know, at least an hour, over an hour, because I hate, like, 50 (sighs) minutes isn't isn't enough is the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm hearing you say some stuff, I want to hear some shit you really want to say. I don't want to. If you really want to talk about the haircut, then we could talk about your haircut. I mean, we can talk about the haircut because it's important, you know, to like know that I have that one special person, and that's kind oh of- yeah, that is very special. And and I do have questions about that, but I, I think we deviated. But I'm saying <laughs> that like whatever. So when we fucking talk, I want you to say the things that you want to say. Like and well, I mean, I don't know if I wanted good to or talk bad, about good or bad. I mean, I was a little nervous because I don't know how to talk about it without getting into trouble. Okay, I see, which I see, is I see, I see. such a big problem. No, but it know? doesn't even like, have, to, have to have that. It could be like your boyfriend, or it could be something happy or something sad. It doesn't matter. I know, but like, I mean, this is on my mind. I just yeah. don't know how to talk about it. Oh, to okay, not I compromise. But I think you're not compromise so my agency. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. compromise. Yeah, right. not compromise me working with them yeah. and then people like tracking back to be like oh well when did she publish this and then what right, job did right. she shoot during this time you no know i think I mean? you'll be fine but because you kept it so vague it's not like you I weren't so shitting I didn't on even them have either. content you weren't shitting yeah, on yeah. them you were just like yeah you know i know but you know i'm what? nervous i'm truly nervous like i told my boyfriend he was like can you turn it down i'm like no it's way t- <laughs> you know i had to be like because i know like because he's a teacher and they get free testing like they get testing kits like each teacher is being given a testing kit yeah so i literally like i had to be like oh well thank god he's a teacher because then i don't know where to buy a free test i mean i know last year when biden was giving out free tests the line was six hours I long know. yeah it's it's really i'm gonna wait six hours right now, long though. to get an antigen test yeah that's just like 
you might as well just pay out of pocket, which isn't even in your contract. No one's going to reimburse you for that. I think that's what they w- would wanted you to do. No, I'm not going to get reimbursed. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not going to talk about another job, but sometimes they're so vague. Like I shot this project last year and then we were overtime for like maybe one hour yeah. or two hours. And I had to like check, email my agent like, hey, do we have overtime? She's like, I'm not sure. It's like, you know, like we don't know this shit. Yeah. And I don't think that's my agent's fault. I think very often these things aren't provided to them. And like so many things are changing because everything's like an internet deal or like an internet package deal, or it's like a very complicated this plus this plus this plus usage of this. And it's like not always clear, even if you just go on the SAG website, there's very, there's very often a lot of like back and forth between my agency and the producers and then the producers are busy. They can always get back to you. And then everything happens in a chaos and it all happens to happen within like six days. So everyone's just like scrambling to get this shut together. And like, I, I had no idea that we were going to go for overtime that I had to clarify that before we went at, you have no idea what the, sh- what the whole situation is going to be until you get there. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I was like stealing. I wasn't stealing. I was like taking craft services food and like putting it in my backpack. And then the craft service person got upset. You know, like some people care, some people don't care. And then like, there's just so many things that. Why did they, that, that, that's. I mean, obviously craft services food is for people on set. I understand that. Um, I, I stole oh. a few Dunkaroos from my boyfriend. Cause he was like, Oh my God, so nostalgic. You don't even see Dunkaroos. Oh, bring one of those home. You know? Um, essentially what I'm saying is each set with everyone's personality, it's so different and you yeah. don't know what to expect. Right. Because no, nobody knows. Even the gaffer doesn't know who he's going to be working with. Like his friend be like, Hey, you want to gaff on this project for a day pays this much. He's like, all right. And then he shows up, he realizes he knows half the people there. Cause he's been working in this for 10 years and you don't know what kind of combination that's going to evolve into. Like, is everyone going to be joyful or is everyone going to have like a personality thing that day and then have friction it's just it's so unpredictable right yeah so i just hope when i see the stylist person that person's not mad at me (laughs) no i mean maybe if i was like oh i have a family emergency someone's dying i've been moving around sleeping on the floor Not having access to my apartment. I'm in such a, yeah. No, it New York. It's fucking. insane. All right, Esther. My... All right, you go to San Diego, dude. You have a good show. Uh, you're gonna visit your family, right? While you're there. Um, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Bye.